<laughs> Done. Thanks, Larry. Our minds are potent. Our imaginations limitless. Thoughts come at lightning speed. Neuroscientists at MIT find the human brain can process full images the eye sees in as little as 13 milliseconds, thousandth of a second. And the thoughts just keep coming. As a church, as a religious community, we bank on our ability to imagine. I'm not just talking about the mythical stories from religious or literary traditions. All those stories play an important role in changing our hearts and shaping our morals. But I'm talking about our ability to imagine that we as a group, what we can accomplish. I'm talking about imagining making our neighborhood or school, city, country, world, just a little bit better. I'm talking about envisioning less suffering. I'm talking about granting compassion and forgiveness and understanding in unexpected places where basic human needs are sorely lacking. And that needn't be far away. It can be right in our homes or someone we pass on the street. Regrettably, in the very same instant, our imagination can be limiting. Our rapid-firing neurons pass judgments, spin out stories, and create scenarios just as quickly. Often, without even knowing it, we've imagined someone's motives or reasons incorrectly. In that split second, we may have even condemned ourselves. So one point of gathering each Sunday, reading, speaking, singing aloud, is to remind our neural network to reintroduce life-affirming possibilities rather than deadening. We interrupt our self-protecting and self-defeating imaginations. For example, instead of seeing scarcity in our world, we repeat our offering litany to remind ourselves bounty surrounds us. We drink from wells we did not dig. We suggest to our cranky or stingy next 13 milliseconds another perspective is possible. This time together may seem ordinary, dull, been there, done that another Sunday, except when we listen closely to our song for gathering, we are here together in this holy moment. And we're grateful for the winding road that brought us to this place. It's not ordinary. 
Some are not here. Some cannot be here. And this ordinariness is extraordinary when we redirect our fleeting 13 milliseconds. What we imagine next affects everything. To interrupt our more narrow perceptions, Dr. Kent Keith wrote a poem, and it uncovers the subversive possibilities of our imaginations. Mother Teresa liked the poem so much, these paradoxical responses are written on the walls of the children's home she ran in Calcutta. I keep a copy on my fridge at home. So I imagine the first line in this poem as one of those 13 milliseconds burst of observing the world, taking in a whole image at once. But the next line in the poem is that disrupting burst. Our religious imaginations at their creative best. People are illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you are successful, you win false friends and true enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do today will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honesty and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. The biggest men and women with the biggest ideas can be shot down by the smallest men and women with the smallest minds. Think big anyway. People favor underdogs but follow only top dogs. Fight for the few underdogs anyway. What you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. Build anyway. People really need help but may attack you if you do help them. Help people anyway. Give the world the best you have and you'll get kicked in the teeth. Give the world the best you have anyway. See how each paradoxical response interrupts and reroutes that 13 millisecond self-centered and normal reaction to pain and disappointment, discouragement, hardships. So what does this talk of our imagination have to do with New Year's? Everything. Using our imagination acts to our advantage. What we will do in a moment is sort through our lives from 2015 and pick something you wish to release. I have small sheets of flash paper that allow you to imagine burning up using as fuel or purifying some aspect of last year. And before we do, I want to add another way to frame this fire bowl ceremony, how you think about last year. 
Consider something from last year to forgive yourself for. Making change in our lives requires looking directly into our mistakes. The time we broke a promise, acted out of anger, gossiped. Anytime you are illogical, unreasonable, or self-centered. This clear-eyed view of ourselves is uncomfortable and for some shameful. And I'll just say you're in good company. We are all human here. And as the flash paper burns, consider leaving the situation or event behind and forgiving yourself for any part you may have played. You cannot move forward until you've forgiven yourself for the milliseconds that accumulated that you weren't skillful, less than helpful, destructive. I ask this because the next thing we will do is give you time, and you have paper in an envelope, I hope everyone has one, to write an aspiration, a letter to yourself for the coming year. Consider not striving for perfection in your aspirations, but an incremental change, an adjustment. Work toward these aspirations with self-forgiveness by your side. And so we begin. Um, We pause on this edge of the new year, an opportunity to reflect. So does anyone need um, a piece of paper or a pen or pencil? We also have some um, clipboards, that's the word I want, or maybe even some hymnals. And while you're doing that, getting your paper and envelope out, no one else will see what you've written. This is just for you. If you didn't uh, write your name, on the envelope if you'd like last year we collected envelopes if you wrote your name and address and sealed them and then mid-summer we mailed them out and it's a little shocking to receive a letter from your past self to your future self but that's the point So before we use flash papers, and now that you have pen and paper, I just want you to think about how we come to this opening of the year with regrets, events from the past that you'd like to forget, opportunities missed, losses, failures, unwelcome burdens, things you said or did that you wish you hadn't said or done, things you didn't say or wish you had hopes unfulfilled. These are the things you want to release that might end up on your flash paper. I'll give you a few minutes with Joseph at the piano just to make some notes about this past year. And we're now thinking about the past year. You can write it in the form of a letter to yourself or just make some notes.
What do you want to let go of? So stop for a minute. I'll give you some additional instructions. So this is a letter to yourself. And as you project into the new year, I'd like you to think of it as aspirations, not resolutions. Because resolutions and rules, the hard and fast rules can be broken so easily. Rather, you're looking for what you want to take into the new year. What are some of the good things that you're proud of? What are the things that you can add to in 2016? Write your hopes, dreams, your wishes for the coming year to your future self. And we'll give you another two minutes or so to write about the coming year.
work. So those of you who wish can keep writing, and anyone who is so moved can come forward. I have flash paper. I also have, um, if you want to write a word on it, you can do that as well. And all you do is touch that paper to the flame. It doesn't burn you, but it's ritual magic. So address your envelope to yourself and write more, come forward as you wish. You want to write on it? In case you want to write on it. I'll give you a, let me get a hymnal. You want to write something? Well, you've got a wad, Lottie. <laughs> They're thin.
keeps going out. The main one keeps going out. Let's see if I can get it working. Go ahead and use that one. Glad you're here, Eric. I know it keeps going out. Good morning. May we create for ourselves a year of blessing. May we renew our faith in the power of love to weather the winters of the heart and blossom and bear fruit in its season. May it be so. So our January offering, we give away our plate every single Sunday, is McClure Elementary School. Please give generously. <laughs> 